And welcome back to the Engage A podcast. Here to talk about a little bit about the Ohio State football team, what I thought in the spring game. Uh, take a look at their 2023 class transfers and uh, recruits from high school. Uh, some of the guys I saw, Noah Rogers, he got into the spring game a little bit. He had one really nice catch that he broke, broke multiple tackles and uh, got it in like the short field from uh, 14. I forget his name, but we'll talk about him in a second. The backup, well, Devin Brown's probably the backup, but he was injured in this game. There's plenty of Ohio State players that didn't play. Trevion Henderson, Emeka Abuka, uh, Xavier Johnson, and Devin Brown. And there's a couple other guys too. But those were the big-time guys, guys returning that uh, did not suit up or didn't play. Uh, Carnell Tate got in there. He had a couple nice catches. He had a, he had some drops, but you know he looked pretty solid out there. Looks like a Terry McLaurin cl- clone to me. Uh, and then transfer wise, there's really no one else. And then uh, transfer wise, I, I looked at some Jihad Carter. He's a very nice defensive back. Probably fill in defensive back was one of the Ohio State weak points last year for sure. And I mean, other than that. Oh, and uh, Giba. I'm pretty sure that's the guy that transferred in uh, from Oregon State. He He's aight. Looking at this roster, uh, Emeka Abuka is going to be the second receiver, obviously, behind Marvin Harrison Jr., who, I mean, he he played in the spring game, but he honestly didn't do too much. Cut a little bit of some intermediate routes. Uh, his quarterback from high school, Kyle McCord, who I believe is going to be the QB1 of this team, as much as I wanted to see uh, number 33, Devin Brown, out there. Uh Cal McCord is going to be there, and he's—I mean—he's going to have a lot of options. Even a lot of the backups that got some uh, reps, uh, I believe Jordan Hancock's one of those. Oh, not Jordan Hancock, Keon Grace—he's one of those guys. Uh, Mayan Williams—he looked okay. He didn't do anything too special. He looks a lot. He looks a little bit bigger. Uh, Julian Fleming—I don't think he—I don't know if he played. Dallin Hayden had some runs, and there, Cal McCord, obviously the quarterback, probably going to be the quarterback this year. I believe he deserves it. He he looks very poised, I'll say that. I don't know if he's going to be any type of scrambler, but neither was C.J. Stroud, really, so the offense of uh, schemes shouldn't shake up. Sonny Styles got out there a little bit. Keon Graves I saw play a little bit. Uh, Cade Stover, he had a couple catches. Uh, C.J. Hicks, okay, this kid, he played really good. I think... I think even though he, I don't know if he's a one team guy yet, he had a he had multiple pass breakups and he was he was there on every play. He was constantly hustling, high motor, very highly recruited uh, out of the twenty twenty two class with Sonny Styles. I, I think he has a chance to be a legitimate baller. I, I think he's gonna he's gonna be one of those dudes. I think he's gonna have a very high trajectory to a sophomore year after not playing last year. I think he did reclass though. Uh, Ransom got in the game a little bit. Uh, who's the quarterback? I believe, yeah, Tristan Giba. I think he wore 14 in the, uh, spring game. Uh, who else got in there? Sorry, I'm just looking. Uh, Chip Traneman. Uh, he was a, he's a very big running back. 5'11", 230. He's got, he's, he reminds me of Master Teague a lot, if you all know who that is. Just a very wide, very downhill running back. He's definitely not going to make you miss an open field, but he might run you over. <laughs> so there's that. Uh, Steel Chambers is returning for this team. Very big defensive leader. Him and Tommy Eichenberg are probably the two best guys from last year. And uh, Tumaleu is also a really good guy too. This defense, I feel like this Ohio State defense, 
They got two corners in the transfer portal, and a lot of their guys are going to be um, upgraded. Denzel Burke look, looks pretty good, too, as well. So we'll see for sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, who else? I wish Devin Brown was playing, man. I watched uh, Devin Brown's uh, four-star. He was a four-star out of high school. He's got some. He's got a nice highlight tape for sure. Uh, yeah, JT Tumaleu, he's going to be a beast this year. There's uh, nothing else too much to it. I, I One of the concerns for this Ohio State team is I think they're I think they're a pretty decent run-blocking team, as I just see the O-line right here. But their pass protection, especially on the interior, I feel like, yeah, they lost Paris Johnson and uh, Dewan Jones, but I, I think as a collective they're just going to need a bunch of time. And, I mean, for spring ball – it's not really important right now. There's plenty of times until they have their first game in the beginning of September and they get to fall camp and everything. But I think one of the main concerns is is design, making the offensive line come together a lot more. I thought the interior on the D-line played really well uh, on on there. I thought the linebackers and court, the DBs looked very good. There's a couple times where uh, Kyle McCord had a deep pass. To, I believe it was Carnell Tate. And easily, that was an easy pass for him to make. But the D, I mean, this Ohio State team was playing very physical and very aggressive, which is something you didn't really see as a collective last year. I mean, there would be guys like Tim Aleu or Steel Chambers, you know, trying to make a play, make something happen, but not not like this. And I think, you know, with guys like Sonny Siles and C.J. Hicks, I mean, those are very high-profile athletes coming out of high school. And if they're able to contribute and get ready to go right away, I mean, this team, it could be something very nice and very. They could be back on their uh, national championship college football playoff. Uh, I mean, they they made the college football playoff last year, but still, I, I think they got they got they can have a very high ceiling. Uh, I think the offensive concerns. I mean, you lose. Did, did they even lose like anyone? Like their top two receivers are back, so. Let's take a look at their returning production. Obviously, the big the big loss is C.J. Stroud. I mean, they lose they lose Jackson Smith to Jigma, but he didn't even really play last year. <laughs> he didn't play last year. He played his uh, sophomore year. So, uh, Maya Williams. They're gonna have their three top running backs back. Uh, I wonder if they're gonna. I mean. If Mayan never gets hurt, neither does Trevion. I think those two split a lot. Dallin Hayden, I mean, Dallin Hayden didn't even look bad when he played. He still averaged five yards per carry. Uh, they got all their receiving receiving production with even Ballard uh, returning their top six guys. So, I mean, they're going to have guys like Carnell Tate in there too. I'm very high on Carnell Tate. So. And then defensively, you got Eichenberg chambers uh ransom i believe i want to say hickman's back burke i don't think harrison's back don't think simon's back but you got timaleo too uh McAllister. is he on the roster i don't i'm not sure but yeah i mean this ohio state team look at their schedule talk about them a little bit i think indiana's a dub youngstown state's definitely a dub western kentucky's a dub Notre Dame, uh, Notre Dame might be a good game. It's I'm glad that they're playing them the fourth game this year and not the first game because the first game for every team, I feel like it should kind of be like your tune-up game, like, you know, see what works, see what happens. I don't think you should play a real team till your third game. I'm pretty sure Alabama and Texas play week one, so one might catch a stinker there. But, like, I look at these week one games, and the perfect example is Utah and Florida. Like, that game, if that game play is played in week four, it's way different. Florida just got very lucky at the beginning of the year. 
and then obviously you know they did not do do too well finish out the year and then uh utah actually ended up being a pretty good team playing in the rose bowl so uh maryland dub purdue should be a dub uh we'll see what walter does and you know we might get to purdue at some point in this podcast penn state is going to be interesting that's going to be the team we talk about next when uh probably tomorrow or friday uh wisconsin Wisconsin could be Wisconsin's one of those teams that I really like. I love Taylor Mordecai. I love Braylon Allen. And uh, I'm very excited to see what Luke Fickle does in his first year. Rutgers shouldn't be a problem. Michigan State probably won't be a problem as much as I want it to be. (laughs) Uh, Minnesota. Minnesota could be good. McAllenis is a very good player. Uh, I don't know. Like, running game's going to be interesting next year. And then Michigan, who knows? Uh, Michigan's got a lot of returning guys especially with their uh, running back tandem. So, I don't know, I, I really like this Ohio State team. A lot of returning production. You get a new quarterback, but McCord could be the guy. And if Devin Brown comes in and starts, I think he's got the potential. He's definitely uh, looking at his film from high school. He looks like he could be that type of guy. But, yeah, man, that's it. Uh, also, hopefully Brian Hartline's good. I heard he got into an ATV crash over the weekend. So I know that's probably not something to talk about in a laughing manner, but it's just kind of just like weird to hear from a offensive coordinator at a high major division one, get, uh, get into some sort of vehicle, like not even a car crash. It's an off-road type of car. So, but yeah, uh, Ohio state should be a very interesting team this year. I feel like they could win if they get, if they can get the offensive line stuff together, I feel like it's not the big, it's the biggest concern. In terms of, it's not like they don't have talent because Ohio State's always going to have big talented linemen because, you know, it's a very high, it's like Georgia and Alabama and they're just going to get guys. But I, it's not even that the run blocking was bad. I thought the run blocking was fine. It was the pass block. It was the pass blocking, which is very weird because, I mean, they had the two of the probably the best, pass, at least the best pass blocking tackle, one of the best pass blocking tackles in Paris Johnson. So it should be interesting. But uh, yeah, I mean, there's nothing too much else to talk about this team. Uh, like I said, it's a very long season from, it's a very long time from the beginning of the season. Definitely going to clean some stuff up, but I mean, this team, this team dominated on defense, especially in the first three quarters of the game, I'd say. And then I think they got a lot, some of their second and third guys. And I mean, Cal McCord was still taking reps out there and everything. So this, I mean, (laughs) the backup quarterback, uh, the 14 guy, I'm pretty sure it was Gariba. He, and he was where it's 15 on the Ohio state roster. But anyways, he didn't look too solid. Uh, I mean, he can make the short and intermediate throws, but he just doesn't have that type of poise and even the footwork. Like the, when he was releasing the ball, his mechanics looked way less polished than uh, Kyle McCord's. So, yep, thank you for watching. Uh, get a Penn State one out soon.